Costello, come here. What are you doing here on Hollywood and Bull... What are you doing on Hollywood Boulevard with that camera? I take a picture of all the movie stars. Here's one I took of Eddie Cannon, but it didn't come out so good. Why not? No sun. No. <laughs> well, never mind that. Just look at you. Your appearance is disgraceful. Well, why don't you wear that new shirt I gave you for your birthday? I can't. The collar's too high. Every time I sneeze, my head disappears. Costello, why didn't you stay in Patterson, New Jersey? Why did your family have to come to California? We came out here for my Uncle Mike Costello's invention. He invented magnetized cheese for catching rats. Magnetized cheese for catching rats? Yes, and this cheese is so powerful that any rat will stick to it like glue. Then why doesn't your Uncle Mike sell it? He can't get it out of his hand. Uh. <laughs> why did your Aunt May ever marry Uncle Mike in the first place? Because she was kind of lonely after her seventh husband ran away from home. Ah, wait a minute, wait a minute. Your Aunt May had seven husbands? Oh, yes. What a gamble she took with love. Oh, yes, but when she married Uncle Mike, she finally hit the jerk pot. Uh, <laughs> the first night they were married, my Uncle Mike slept in the icebox. Wasn't he frozen stiff? Oh, sure, but he'd rather be frozen stiff than cold sober. <laughs> Wait, where, did they go? where did they go on their honeymoon? Niagara Falls? Niagara Falls? Are you kidding, Abbott? My Aunt May has been in Niagara Falls so many times, the only kick she gets out of Niagara Falls would be going over it in a barrel. <laughs> that's, that's no way to talk about your Aunt May. Did they have a big reception after the wedding, Lou? Oh, yes. And everybody was there. Uncle Tom got up and sang a song. My cousin Vincent got up and he did a dance. And then I held Uncle Mike up. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You mean Uncle Mike got... Uncle Mike was inebriated? Yeah, somebody sneaked in and spiked the punch with gin and bourbon. No. Hmm. Who would do a sneaky thing like that? Uncle Mike. I... <laughs> Why can't you get here on time? What is your excuse for being late today? It wasn't my fault, but I was standing on the corner of Hollywood and find when a patrol wagon drove up. Threw all the disreputable bums in, took them all down to headquarters, gave them the third degree under a big electric light bulb that must have been 3,000 watts. How do you know? I'm still splitting. Huh? <laughs> Why would the police pick you up? Just because they happened to park my car. Oh, they can't arrest you for that. Everybody parks their car. In Bullock's basement? I... <laughs> no wonder. I'll bet the judge buy you $2. Worse than that, Abbott. They're going to give me a death sentence. They took my driver's license away, and from now on, I'm a pedestrian. What has a pedestrian got to do with a death sentence? Oh, he's a stranger in California, folks. <laughs> just, uh, how can you be so stupid? For years I've tried to teach you how to catch on the thing, but you just can't seem to hold them. You let everything slip through your fingers. I can't help it, Abbott. I used to play first base for the Hollywood stars. Castelli, <laughs> you get more stupid every day. I'm beginning to think that you're a dope. Well, sure, I've always... What did you say? I, I said you're a dope. A dope. Certainly I'm a dope. Everybody that's over 21 is a dope. We can't be killing all our lives, you know. Why do you... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Shell. I feel sorry for you folks. It must be very depressing to have you around the house. Oh, I do that every Saturday. Yeah. You do what every Saturday? Depressing around the house. Dep <laughs> My mother does the wash and I do the pressing. How can you say such things? You, you have such gall, such irony. I have to have irony, Abbott. Why? To do the pressing. <laughs> you can do the pressing till the iron. If you can't do it till the irony is hot. Costello, you're positively giddy. Every time you open your yap, you get more giddy. Well, giddy yap. Come on, Abbott. Let's play horses. <laughs> Costello, there's only one reason why a man of my intelligence can get along with an idiot like you. What is it? I'm a very wise man. In fact, I'm an oracle. If you're an oracle, what are you doing in California? What do you mean? The oracles are playing in Baltimore. Baltimore? Yeah, did you ever hear the Baltimore oracles? That's not oracles. That's Orioles. I said I'm an oracle. An oracle is a bird with a long, skinny neck, a hard head, and a red beak. Any questions? I... 
Hello, boys. Well, look, Costello, Susan Miller. Susan Miller. Well, Susan, did you and Costello have fun on your date last night? Well, when Costello calls for me, my baby cousin is in the room. She's just the age where she repeats everything she hears and we have to spell everything for her. Oh, yes, Abbott. I want to take Susan to the movies to see the parody case. So I said, Susan, let's you and I go see T-H-E-T-A-I-R-E-R-T-A-R-A-T-A-R-E. Let's go to T-A-R-R. Well, never mind that. How was the picture? By the time I got through spelling it out, the last show was over. You know, you acted very funny last night, Costello. When I kissed you at the door, I thought you were going home, and you came back three times. You come back to the door three times to get Susan to kiss you. My suspenders were caught in the doorknob. <laughs> By the time he finally left, it was three o'clock. My father came in and said, what's the idea of going home at three o'clock in the morning? What did you say? I told him I'd like to stay longer, but I have to be to work at seven. <laughs> Does your father approve of Costello? No, my father wants me to marry a businessman. See, I, I was I was the business one. I was in the dry goods business. Then I thought I'd make a change, so I got into a woman's bathing suit. But I was a failure. Why? I don't look good in a woman's bathing suit. <laughs> you know, Costello, you've got to quit stalling me around. Next month is June, and I'm looking forward to June. What for? Well, I'll give you a hint. I want to be all dressed in rock. I get it. You're going to sell good humans. No, no. I want to be all dressed in white and hear bells ring. You will if you sell good humans. <laughs> yes, idiot. This means that June is the month of marriage. The whole world gets married in June. The bees get married in June. The birds get married in June. And does everybody get married in June? Everybody but oysters. Why not oysters? They have to wait for a month for the R in it. <laughs> I wouldn't blame Susan Miller. She never spoke to you again. Oh, well, I don't care. Next month I start my new job as life of Santa Monica. That will keep my mind off girls. Who are you kidding? You only took the job on the count of the girls. How can you say that, Abbott? Do you think the girls are my only interest in life? Do you think I took the job just to look at girls' legs? Look at their sketchy faded suits? Do you think that I, Luke Costello, and a peep Tom? Yes, I do. You're so right. I... <laughs> was on his way back to Washington. Freedom Train? Oh, pardon me, it's Costello. <laughs> Don't you look cute today, Mrs. Abbott. Those are lovely pigskin gloves you're wearing. I'm not wearing any gloves. Then you'd better change your hand motion. <laughs> Pay no attention to Costello, dear. You certainly look lovely tonight. Oh, you know, I'm always lively, bud. You know, I'm the wiry type. Wiry type, eh? Don't look now, but I think you've just been disconnected. <laughs> Costello, you can't talk to the, that way to my wife. She's a native daughter of the Golden West. Yes, I only this morning the head of Republic Studios wanted to sign me for a Western picture. He said, you look like a cow, girl. Uh, you're reading that wrong. He said, you look like a cow, girl. <laughs> How dare you, Costello? My wife is an accomplished actress. Indeed I am. I just last summer, I played Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. I played Juliet. I saw that show. The first time I ever saw Romeo go up the ladder backwards. <laughs> Darling, what's the matter? Oh, a mouse just ran up the back of Costello's front leg. Well, don't, don't just stand here. Do something. Quick, bud. Hand me that board. Come on, come on. Okay, here. Oh, I'll get it. 
Darling, you missed them. Ow! You must have missed them again. Ow! Honey, you missed them again. Oh, but, dear, I'll let you in on a little secret. What I'm aiming at, I'm not missing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darling, you fanned them that time. You really gave them a belt. <laughs> oh, yes, darling, but you always fan him. You always give him a belt. But this time, honey, you fanned him. You gave him a belt. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard from a couple old fan belts. <laughs> oh, good night. You too. Costello, you've got to stop insulting my wife. She is very important to our show. She has her fans. Are you kidding? Everybody that tunes into this program listens to me. I'll prove it to you. Will all the ladies listening to this program please drop me a card? Now, that's ridiculous, Costello. All the women that tune in are listening to me. All right. Then all the men that are listening, please write to me. Costello, the men that tune in to this program are listening to Susan Miller. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the kiddies listening to this program, will you please write Uncle Louie and tell me how much you love me on the radio? That's all. All the kiddies that are listening to this show are listening to Matty Malick and his band. They are? Yes. Well, if those two cocker spaniels in Glendale are listening, how do you like the show so far? <laughs> Singing star Susan Miller has a Latin treat for us this evening in Bahia. Costello, what's that you have in your hand? Oh, it's a letter for you, Abbott. I opened it by mistake. By mistake? Yes, I thought I could read. I... <laughs> Give me that, Costello. Say, this is a report on our ratings. Get this. Over 12 million people listen to our show. Isn't that wonderful? 12 million people listening to us. 12 million people all doing the same thing at the same time. So what? I saw 12 million people last night. They were all doing the same thing at the same time. What were they doing? Going home to Glendale on a 5 o'clock bus. <laughs> 
Costello, you'll have to admit that radio is a thing. Remember when we were in vaudeville? Oh, I remember my first partner, Poodles Lubbum. She was a bubble dancer. What a bubble dancer. Nobody could touch her. Why? She was very sick. <laughs> remember when we teamed up, Lou? Until I met you, I was a mess in the idol. Until you met me, you were just idle. Right. <laughs> I was a great favorite. When I played the theater, I held the audience in the palm of my hand. Folks, that'll give you an idea of the size of the audience. <laughs> ah, those were the days. Remember all the pretty girls? Yes, I had girls to burn, but I gave them up. Uh, why? You can't have no fun burning girls. Uh... <laughs> well, anyway, here we are in radio, and who knows? We may be in television. Then the people will not only hear us, they will see us. Oh, no, no, no! Not that! How much can we public stand? <laughs> You know, Abbott, he sounds like one of our movie fans. You know, that television is pretty expensive, though. My Uncle Mike bought a television set, and it cost him $30,000. $30,000 for a television set? Yeah, he had to buy the cocktail lounge that went with it. <laughs> oh, talk that slow. <laughs> anyway, everybody listens to the radio. Yes, even my Aunt May. She listens all day, and then at night when she goes to bed, she tunes in soft, sweet music to put her to sleep. Now, 15 minutes after she falls asleep, her alarm clock rings. What for? To wake her up so she can turn off the radio. <laughs> Just the same, I like radio better than vaudeville. So do I. In radio, every Wednesday, we throw jokes at the people. Well, in vaudeville, uh, we throw jokes at the people. Yes, but in radio, they can't throw anything back. Oh, no! I should have said present company accepted. You idiot. What will the people listening at home think of you? Think of that beautiful blonde in the, in the next block. Next to you, last week she's sitting there in her negligee, listening to our program. Suddenly there was a knock on the door, but the beautiful blonde kept on listening. Then there's another knock on her door, but she kept on listening. I wish she'd opened the door. Why? That was me that was knocking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there must be lots of beautiful girls listening to us. Remember the rating said we have 12 million listeners? That rating is wrong. I figured it out, and we got 90 million listeners. Uh, how did you figure that? Well, there's 163 million radio sets. I divide that by 137,000 radio repair shops. Multiply by the number of people murdered on Inner Sanctum. Subtract the number of people who dial with a left hand, and the answer is 90 million. Mm-hmm. For a minute, I thought you were guessing. <laughs> Say, why don't you and I go out and take our own radio poll? Let's find out for ourselves if the people are listening to us. That's a good idea, Rabbit. Let's go. Fine. We'll start on the other side of the town. Now, whistle for that buzz. Did you whistle for me? No, I, I, I whistled for the bus. You did not. That was a taxi whistle. I know, because I'm a taxi. You're a taxi? Sure. If you don't believe it, you can ask my brother. He used to be a taxi, too. But the doctor said he's getting much better. Now he's a motorcycle. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, you're a taxi and your brother's a motorcycle? Yeah, I hadn't seen him for two years. And yesterday we had a reunion. We ran into each other on Vine Street. Take it easy, take it. Beat it, beat it, beat it. It's lost in traffic. What? What was that? My sister, she's a bicycle. I'm all right now. I'm sorry. But you shouldn't have whistled. It reminds me that I'm a taxi. Look at 
you're a taxi. Why don't you go take a girl taxi? The girl taxis won't go out with me. What? I haven't any jacks. Costello, <laughs> pay no attention to that guy. Whistle for that bus. No, no. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have whistled. The doctor warned me. I'm a taxi. Every time I hear a whistle, my motor starts. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Dim your light. Just put on your brake. Put on your brake. I'm all right now. Thank you. Thank you for being so patient. Well, goodbye. Oh, come on, Costello. We're going out and take our radio poll. <laughs> Costello, start at this house. Knock on the door and ask what program, what radio program they're listening to. Good evening, sir. We're Abbott and Costello. We're checking our listeners. Are you listening to our program? Never miss it. I just love murder programs. Yeah, but we have a comedy show. I heard your show, brother. It's murder. <laughs> well, never mind him. Here's the doctor's office. Doctors are very intelligent men. I hope he listens to our show. Oh, uh, doctor, we're Abbott and Costello. Uh, do you listen to our show? I always listen. Wouldn't miss it. Calms my nerves. I always listen to it when I'm performing an operation. Come in. I'm performing an operation now. Wait a minute. How can you perform an operation? There's no patient in here. I wanted the people's late. I'd stop without them. <laughs> Come on, try this door, Costello. Uh, beg pardon. We're Abbott and Costello yes! and I... I'm listening to the radio. It's a big contest, and I don't want to miss the rules. And now here are the rules for entering our new $50 million contest. All you have to do is pick out one of your relatives that you don't like. Then take a sharp knife, cut his body crisscross down the front. Then with the scissors, cut off his ears. Place a pistol to his left temple, fire six shots. Stuff the body in a burlap sack and ship it to us post bay. Remember, keep this count. Well, Michael Mike was just all in radio contest habit. Last week, he entered the soap contest. They gave prizes for the one that sent in the most rappers. He bought 50,000 cakes of soap and sent them all in. All the rappers. What were the prizes? First prize, $50,000. Second prize, $40,000. Uncle Mike won third prize. What was the third prize? A cake of soap. Okay. <laughs> okay, your Uncle Mike. Now, let's get down with our radio ball. Try this door. Hello. Hello. How do you do? We have it. You're loaded this kid. Yeah, quiet, Costello. Miss, we are conducting a radio poll. Are you listening to the radio? Oh, no. Yeah, I'd like to take you out tonight. Oh, I couldn't go out tonight. I've got to put some new strings in my ukulele. How about tomorrow night? Tomorrow night, I'm tuning my ukulele. How about Saturday? Saturday, I'm going swimming. Could I borrow your ukulele? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Costello. We've got to check on our poll. Yes. And besides, if my mother knew I had two strange men at my door, she wouldn't like it. One of you will have to go. Abbott, you go. <laughs> you go, Abbott. Try the house across the street and I'll stay here. You tell me if her mother comes home and finds you standing in the doorway, she's liable to slug you. She finds me standing in the doorway, I deserve to be slugged. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. But you're so 
be afraid of me. You can look on me as just one of the boys. When boys start looking like you, the girls can pack up and leave town. <laughs> Are you, you the only girl in your family? Oh, no. I have four sisters. Girls run in my family. If they look like you, they'd have to run. <laughs> Would you give me a kiss? Oh, but I've never kissed a man before. Neither have I. We can stop the scratch. <laughs> All right. I'll kiss you. How was that? Not yet, Abbott. I'll kiss you again. Oh. Not yet, Abbott. And again. Oh. Not yet, Abbott. Why do you keep saying not yet, Abbott, every time I kiss you? Well, Abbott told me that someday I'd get tired of kissing girls. Not yet, Abbott. Costello, stop that hollering. We've got one more house to take on this block. Come on. Uh, good evening. We're Abbott and Costello. We're taking a poll of our listeners. Uh, what program are you... Uh, uh, Abbott, it's Professor Mellonhead. Mellonhead, do you listen to our program? Yes, I do. And may I say that when I hear your jokes, Costello, there's a strange, devastating, nauseating, obnoxious, odoriferous condition that permeates copiously and offensively from the loudspeaker and assails my sensitive nostrils with a most redundant pungency. Well, thanks a lot, Melonhead. Someday I'm going to say something nice about you. Stand up, Melonhead. We just want to know if we can count on you as one of our lists. Oh, you want me to give your program a plug, huh? Why should I help you feather your nest? Brother, with the age you lay on our program, there's no room for feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Melonhead, please tell us if you listen to our show. Okay. Get him, Big Shot, our show. I'm nobody, huh? I don't count. Go on, say it. I'm nothing. Say it. I'm dirt beneath your feet. I didn't say that. You're as good as I am. You and me are in the same class. Now he's calling me a moron. <laughs> oh, come on, Tessa. Let's get on with our radio poll. Melonhead, I'm sorry I ever came to your house. Oh, my house isn't fancy enough for you, hey? Go on, say it. My house looks like a pig tent, and my kids look like pigs. I didn't say that. In fact, I never say pig. I always say swine. Now he's dragging my wife in the argument. <laughs> Melonhead, you can't help it if your wife is ugly. Everybody knows you didn't marry your wife for her looks. Oh, I married her for her money, huh? Look, no, you didn't. I knew long before you married your wife that she didn't have a cent. Now, he tells me. <laughs> oh, come on, Costello. We've got to check up on our listeners. Well, we've made a pretty fair survey of our listeners, Costello. How many listeners do you figure we've got now? Well, let me see. Now, according to my figures, we've got exactly 175 listeners, you... counting to two dogs in Glendale. Wait a minute. You idiots, there are 400, and 400 listeners sitting right here in the audience. Well, how do you like that? More than half the people right here in the audience and in the studio, they, they aren't listening to the show. No, get them out of here, Abbott. Come on. Everybody out. Everybody out. And now here are Abbott and Costello with the final word. Folks, the contest we are running on our Saturday morning Abbott and Costello Kids show now has a jackpot of over $29,000. Get in on this contest, folks. We believe it is the biggest contest ever, and for the greatest cause. The purpose is to combat juvenile delinquency. And by entering, you can win a $5,000 mink coat, a $5,000 airplane, a $3,000 trailer, a live baby elephant, thousands of dollars worth of diamonds, and loads of other big prizes, totaling over $29,000. Listen Saturday morning over most of these stations. Good night, folks. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.